Welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Face Syndicate, episode 97. He means more to me than you will ever know. Tonight, we're going to be talking about store champ kits, regional qualifier kits, possibly the um, Pride of Mandalore kit. We're going to be talking about some points changes that we are predicting could possibly come up here in the future and much, much more. Thank you all for joining us. Um, we were off last week due to a personal issue. Um, I have something I would like to share with everybody, and I will forewarn you. It's um, a little bit of heavy subject content matter um, in my personal life. So if you would like to, you're more than welcome to fast forward about, I'm going to say five minutes, because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this tonight. Um, but I have to talk about something a little bit that's been going on in my personal life because it has affected uh, a lot of what I've done in my leagues, a lot of what we had planned for the summer um, with traveling and doing all this stuff. And I, I just felt the need to share with everybody a little bit of kind of what's going on behind the scenes so that if I don't show up for a week and it's just JJ and Alex, you'll understand why. How does one take a moment and stretch it out to infinity? How does one take a lifetime of memories and encapsulate them within one lifetime? There are questions that we all ponder, that we are faced with these choices, these decisions, changes that affect our core being beyond what we have the capability to comprehend. The last two weeks have been um, full of feelings. Uh, it's felt like an eternity, essentially. My time has it felt like it has stopped and has shattered. Our hearts have shattered. Our wills have been broken, but we have continued to face a surmountable challenge with dignity, grace, a sense of desire to ensure that the world will not continue to crumble and crush us. What I'm trying to say is these last two weeks, for the most part, we've been very, I've been very private. We've kept to ourselves. We hold our own counsel. And we have not been ready to share what has happened. Um, over the last month, my youngest has had um, reoccurring fevers. And they could not figure out um, specifically why. So we went from a daily routine of doing the mundane to uh, what my life has been is a hellish uh, landscape, a hellish nightmare, whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, over the last two weeks, we recently found out that my youngest daughter has cancer. At that point, at this point, I don't feel um, the, the ability or the need to share uh, more details than that. We are working on fighting the cancer. Uh, she officially was diagnosed with cancer uh, two weeks ago. We had to have a biopsy done that same week. We were in the hospital for three or four days um, getting some things. And then this week we had a treatment plan presented to us. Without that being said, it's going to be a fight. It is not a small fight. Um, but we are dedicated to providing the attention, the dedication, the determination to help her fight this battle. and to win so this has been a huge shock <laughs> it's not been something i 
have been able to come on the air and share. Um, I just, I felt last weekend I couldn't hold a show on my own um, without breaking down more than what I have tonight. So here's here's what we know. We have a treatment plan. They have, uh, she has kidney cancer. And we have a treatment plan that we will be utilizing um, to help reduce the tumor and stop the spread of it. Um, with that being said, while that is going on, they're working on, on developing a surgery, surgery plan uh, that will help for that. Now, if you feel the need or the desire to reach out or any of these other things, what I'm asking, I'm working on setting up a Facebook page to journey the details. Um, one of the things that reasons we had been very private is because I do have a lot of people I talk to on a regular basis, not just in the X-Wing community, but both in a local organization group that I I help run, as well as um, some of my local X-Wing stuff we are pretty active in. So. The big thing that if anybody would like to help out now or talk to me about it, the biggest thing that we can have is for us to have some privacy. Um, I ask if it's something to do with the show that you contact um, JJ currently right now. JJ will be able to communicate back with me anything that people want to talk through or bring up. Um, I just don't have the uh, mental capacity to have a million conversations uh, right now. We currently are in and out of the hospital every two to three days. Um, so anyway, we are giving this the best go um, that we can. We are, again, I apologize if you reach out and I just don't answer. I apologize if I seem a little pissier during the week in the discords. Um, I really, truly don't mean it at all. Now, with that being said, because we cannot let cancer define our lives i'm going to bring in my co-host and we're going to actually have a show to take not just some time to look at some amazing shit i guess i'm just going to rate this episode um explicit <laughs> um we're going to look at some amazing shit but i need to take my mind off of some of the things that have been going on so joining me tonight on mic is mr jj i'm buying him a lion's hat because i cannot stand that giant hat <laughs> Gridiron and Alex, the bench warmer of all bench warmers from the Bench Warmers podcast. How are you tonight? The definition of strictly average, let me tell you. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, for me, uh, it's been a, a hell of a stressful week. Uh, probably not as stressful as yours, man. But uh, we we did our big, big move. Um, as you guys, um, we've been following the show for a little bit. I originally... Um, I originally um, moved out of uh, Florida back in August of last year. Um, we had done like a partial move because we had moved over to my brother's place um, in Raleigh and we stayed there for a few months. This last week we did our full move um, going to our new brand new apartment, which is where I'm at now, uh, which is why everything's like weird here in my background here. Um, and that included actually moving out everything that we had from our storage unit into our place here and trying to essentially reassemble our life here um it has been an entire week of moving very heavy objects um repairing some of my furniture that was broken during the process of the move and uh just generally trying to sort everything out 
as well as getting my internet back up and running and stuff. So X-Wing has been very, uh, very far away from me this particular week, just with everything going on here. Uh, but I'm excited. I've uh, been keeping up with some of the news that they've presented for some of these qualifier cards and, and prizes. And let me tell you, it is awesome. I will be attending the Richmond Open uh, this coming weekend that's coming up. And just a side note for it, uh, Chris Allen did post on the Discord that they got their hands on a store champ kit. So if you're attending the Richmond Open or, or we're thinking about it, that will be uh that will have the store champ kit and the winner will win a ticket uh, or invite to go to worlds for next year uh so uh so it's gonna be big hope to see you guys there well that's awesome i for i i'm happy that they finally are getting store champ kits and that we're able to use them um yeah outside of just like local stuff so it is kind of fun i mean i know of like three or four of them going on supposedly in michigan um so our Michigan, Chicago, there's one June 6th uh, or June 3rd, sorry, out in Chicago, if you all want to attend. And Corey and I, again, with all my news, I haven't had a lot of time to spend with Corey, but Corey and I have at least two stores with store champ kits that we are setting up. And I'm working on getting Michigan GT to let us use the store champ kits. So nice. So, we'll so question, question on that, right? Um, in the event that you have a, a very large like event turnout, right? Would you guys be able to use two storm champ kits? Um, so that way there are two invites that go out for the event, or are you still just restricted to using one per event? Uh, if we are not restricted, there is no restrictions that I know of that no stores have told me any restrictions. The document just asks that you have 16 people to play. Um, but I don't know, like, there's going to be some stores that aren't going to get 16 people, so like, I mean, it's it is what it is. I don't think anyone's going to stop it. They really just don't want you buying a store champ kit and like you, yeah. you get like two or three of them and four of your friends sit down and play. <laughs> Y'all get, y'all get, um, world's invites. Um, we, we don't know it, it, if I can get another store champ kit in this area, we will have two of them for GT. Um, but I'll be honest with you. I've, I cannot get GT to contact me um, because they originally had Asmodee contacts. And if I could get regional qualifier um, materials <laughs> instead of store champ kits, I'm going to do that because that's a lot cooler, which we'll see here in a few minutes uh, when we get into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I could probably get top 64, like a regional qualifier at GT. That should be fine. All the really go. cool Jedi stuff. They Spoilers. are. Spoiler. Damn it. Damn it, Alex. <laughs> um, the other thing real quick, and I got something cool that I wanted to share with everybody, but the other thing real quick is Alex will be, um, so we've officially, <laughs> I, I know Alex has his own podcast, and if you have not listened to the Best Men Benchwarmers, you 100% should go out and listen to them. They don't produce episodes as often as we do, um, but every time they do an episode, it is full of great content. And Alex usually bashing on me. Um, just kidding. They don't do that. But, <laughs> bash on people from Ohio, sir. <laughs> well, technically, I was originally from Ohio. Oh, sir. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. I was born in Springfield. <laughs> um, so, um, but so if so, I we Alex has offered to kind of step up and help out with content and stuff like that um, over the course of the next two or three months. Since I don't know what my journey is going to be. Um, 
for the foreseeable future, we will still be casting every week. Um, I don't see that going away again, like unless there's an emergency or something happens and I have to take her into the hospital. Um, we're trying to figure out how we can procure a second car because uh, my van is at the point of uh, not uh, working very well right now. So I'm getting some estimates to see how much the repairs are going to be. Um, but if it's going to cost me two or three thousand dollars, I might as well just buy another car um, at that point. It's older. It's like a 2008. It has like 200,000 miles on it. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. My wife drives a lot for school. So, um, or she did not in school right now uh, for the summer. But anyway, so we are looking. So I guess if somebody lives in this area that has a, I don't need like a brand new vehicle, but a decent vehicle that they're looking to upgrade out of, um, you're welcome to contact uh, me. I, I am going to be looking around at vehicles just because we probably should have two reliable cars. Because um, I don't know how people live with one car when you have two people. <laughs> And you're never home. Like it's it's really hard. I don't know how you yeah. do it, JJ. <laughs> no, I, I we have two cars just for that reason, then. Yeah. So to begin with, though, before we get into search and kit prizes, M Live had this thing called Michigan has a Star Wars Mose Isley's Cantina opening up on May 4th in Detroit. This is crazy, right? Like, I, Alex, have you heard of this? I have not. But it does look kind of fun and interesting. So maybe Alex will be happy and go there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out there on the 4th, because I think the 4th is a Thursday, and I work. Um, I don't know what that uh, is. That's the fire <laughs> alarm, so I will be right JJ's back. JJ's on fire. Okay. All right, I'm muting JJ. Holy crap. Yeah, go check <laughs> if you got a fire. Go on, JJ. Jesus. Yeah, May 4th is, in fact, a Thursday. So. Like, for me, getting out there is usually pretty hard. But it looks like it says it's going to be at the Tanger, the, the Tangeret Gallery um, in Detroit. I'm in Milwaukee Avenue. So they say it's like 6,000 uh, square feet. That's pretty big. That's huge. Hey, it's also for the 5th and the 6th for people who don't actually want to do it on the 4th specifically. It is for the whole weekend, it says. Oh, sweet. So well, maybe I will be out there this weekend. Yeah. You should, if I'm not going to either Missouri or Virginia, let me, uh, I'll let you know. Maybe we can like hang out or something. Yeah. Cause this looks really cool. And like, essentially it's doesn't, it's 35 credits. is yeah. what they say it is 21 and over. Um, they have costume uh, purchases here and um, I don't know. It looks really cool to me. So I would go just for the fun of saying I got to go to a Mose Isley's Cantina. Um, I don't know. It looks really cool to me, and I think it's something I would like to do. Uh, so did yeah, so ever, I guess definitely let me know if you're going if you're going away or not. Did you ever watch like the Richard Pryor like parody of the Star Wars Space Bar? No. Oh, you need to watch that because that is they use the original costumes from the film. Oh yeah, and it's just Richard Pryor being like a bartender there. It's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm hoping that this is what it's going to be like. Just, just Richard Pryor just yelling at people. Yeah, I'd never heard of it until. I, and again, maybe it's because you know, it's you know how Facebook is, right? Facebook like freaking data mines you from hell. But 
like in this case, it worked out to my benefit. This was one of those sponsored M Live articles, and like I was like, oh, it actually pertains to me for once. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that would be uh, really cool if we could go. I did get to go see uh, Return of the Jedi today in the theater. Um, so that was exciting. I, I know Alex doesn't care about. No, I actually I was movies. I was going to go watch it too. Um, I actually saw Raiders of the Lost Ark instead before today, just earlier today, because I think uh, I looked it up and Jedi's still playing next week. So I'll go. Yeah. Then. All I know is we get there. Like, okay, so a little side tangent story, I guess. So I get there, <laughs> and you know, my, my wife is one of those let's be early people, and I'm usually like. And we just show up on time. We'll be there a few minutes early. We're good. So because it was on the other side of town, um, it was like it's 35 minute drive. So we left an hour early. We got there with 40 minutes to spare. And the line for concessions was so full. Like we were waiting in line. They kept coming out and announcing if you're here for the 345 Star Wars showing and you don't have a ticket, you don't need to stand in line because there's no tickets left. (laughs) And we didn't think it was like my son and I went and saw Rogue One. Was it last year? I think it was last year. Him and I went and saw Rogue One. And yeah, I was like insanely surprised that like because that wasn't sold out. And this was. But I mean, it is Return of the Jedi, which is I I don't know. Maybe we should rank our favorite Star Wars movies. Um, The worst of the original three. I disagree. I think it's the best (laughs) one. It's my favorite one out of the original three. I haven't seen it since like the mid aughts, to be fair, which is why I actually wanted to go see it. I saw well, the, the other two semi recently, but well, the funny thing was that my daughter sitting next to me, and you know, my kids, my daughters, none of my kids are really big into Star Wars, but my one son and my one daughter is sitting next to me, and and I was like, all right, that was not in the original movie. This was added, and this was added. <laughs> And then I'm sitting there watching they and you you guys have to tell me because I'll be honest. I haven't watched Return of the Jedi. It's probably been a good like, I don't know, six years because JJ and I were, were going to watch it the one night last year. And then we both fell asleep um, yeah. early <laughs> and did not watch it because we were drunk or whatever. But um, I don't remember there being tie interceptors in that movie, but there were yeah. tie interceptors in there. That's where they come yeah. from. Okay. Yeah, they they were in the original there. Yeah, it's it's that part where they're like, um, there's like it's a trap, and they get all the fighters come in that fighter screen. That's where you see all the interceptors come in, and then they're chasing Han and stuff. Lando, but yeah, okay. I did I did not know. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. I, I guess I don't remember that, and it's just been so long. And I was I was kind of excited. I was like, man, that's crazy. And like like they, they obviously did the the touched up version because the 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 graphics were a lot better <laughs> than the, the version of it I own. Um, Cause I own like the, like one of the, I have it on like when it first came out on DVD uh, before they started remastering it. <laughs> so like I have like the, one of the original ones uh, for it. So anyway, we should probably talk X-Wing cause that's what we're here for. We're here to talk store champ kits. I got my hands on a store champ kit. Um, and I hope there's no private information. I think I got rid of the address that I had on there. Um, I don't know if it matters or not, but just for privacy. But my store let me open the kit that they got. So I thought, why not share it with everybody else? Because I'm telling you, it's not just the regional qualifiers that have amazing stuff. This store champ kit is pretty exciting. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's nuts. So, to begin with, there's the obviously there's the box to prove it was sealed. Um, and then I unsealed it. <laughs> then we have this amazing Poe Dammer card, which is exactly why they decided to keep Poe at seven effing points, is <laughs> because they already had this old art card made <laughs> last year. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't have to make it first place, though. That's going to be harder for me to get. <laughs> it is. It's first place. It's holographic. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh. It's not like the really like one where you can't see it when you look at it. Like it's not like insane, but it has a slight holographic tint to it. It's it, it's really cool looking. I'm telling you right now. I have to go to every single store champ within 10 hours now. Now, you want to know the best part about this, and I don't know what the legal requirements are. You get four sets of cards. So there is technically four Podamerans. Only one in English, mm-hmm. but there is four. They have so, it in other languages? They do. You That's... get four different, like the one so I don't inclusive. know. Uh, the one was, I know German is one of them, and I don't remember the other ones. I'm guessing French, French um, and maybe Spanish. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure because I, I didn't look at them all. I was just, I don't know. I didn't look at them all. I could I could go back and find out next week if we want. Um, but I was super, super excited for that. Heck yeah, man. They look amazing. Oh. Right, so you get Poe if you win everything, which I guess is fair. Yes. <sighs> That's so cool. God damn it. <laughs> so um but the best part is going to be so like our store i talked with our store and he'll find out i don't think there's any requirements but i think with the, with the store kit that for this one we're just going to give out um the other alt art <coughs> cards unless somebody in the community says hey we don't have them and it's someone i trust because like the biggest thing i <coughs> i don't want to do is take these ones that are in other foreign languages and give them to somebody and then have them turn around and sell them like, I, I don't want that. Yeah. Like, I'm happy yeah. to give you stuff if you can't get a store champ kit so you can have it. Um, But if we don't have anybody step up, like, there's going to be enough of these cards. I, I that We're just going to give the alternate ones away, I think, because I don't see why not yeah. to. Yeah. I, I know the there's some. One. I was going to say, I know that there's some folks over in uh, in South America, like in Peru and stuff in Brazil that uh, that have a supply issue. So they'll probably won't see these store champ kits for probably until like next year, sadly. Um, so if uh, if anyone of you guys ever uh, reach out, dame una llamada, te ayudo. I'm going to take all the French ones and sell it to the people in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so note to self, um, when Alex decides he's going to come to our side of town, <clears throat> do not give him the extra cards. Going to Canada, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next thing that, that I found in there was top 16 cards for our suppressive gunner. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, you're you're basically see the, seeing, I'm guessing that's an arc, is what yeah. that is, shooting yeah. down tri-fighters. So cool looking. Yeah. It's a useless card, but it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I might actually have to put it in the list. Um, so that's top 16 cards. Top eight cards are out maneuver and um 
I don't know why they have an X-wing outmaneuvering a Tie Fighter. I think there's only a few Tie or X-wings that can outmaneuver Tie Fighters. I, I remember a lot of X-wings dying to Tie Fighters, but you know, it's, it's, it's for those. Thing. It's those wedge players that like to put outmaneuver yeah. on wedge. <laughs> no, the weird thing is that like that's their art for like blue, blue squadron scout or something similar to that. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. on just another card, which is really confusing. <laughs> well, you should but look be, that up. I didn't know that. that yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not good. 99% sure it was like blue squadron scout or something like that. I could be wrong. It'd just be incredibly mm -hmm. similar, but uh, it's cool. So the next is. This card is a triple zero card, and this is only for the TO. It's a TO what? only card. That's depressing. Yes. I mean, I'm going to be hosting one anyway, so I want to get it. But I mean, I guess I can put a, a an event on, you know, like the Planet Base Syndicate <laughs> showdown too. You know, I guess. You know. <laughs> All I know is I love that card so much. I wanted to take it home, like. I, I was like, I could, I don't even, I don't even fly, <laughs> I don't even fly that many scumless with triple zero in it, but, um, it would be awesome to have that, um, like in a Dr. Afra card. I would love that. Um, and BT1. And BT1. Yeah. I don't know. Do they have a alt art BT1 card? No, no but they should. Right, maybe we'll make one. Um, the next one is Doza. So Vanessa Doza uh, has an all art card. Looks like she's shooting a plasma torp. I believe these are top four cards is what these are going to be. Um, I don't know if they're going to be faction cards um, or what it is, but that top four card, Vanessa Doza, still pretty cool looking art, alt art card um, that I've not seen before. Then the next one is Lieutenant Gaelic. Yeah, they're just uh, the blown up versions of like their cards. Yeah. Which is super cool looking though, because they're all the art from like Hot Shots and Aces is just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Then the next one is a standard out loadout looking type card, but it's obviously not. But that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um and that is for Second Sister. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool too. That card I like a lot. I like that one more than I like this Gaelic card, uh, personally. But this is, I think, the style they're going to for some of these alt arts. Um, I could be wrong, but I think that's the style for it. Now, yeah. I don't know what this symbol is. What is this symbol here on the left? I've like never the, seen it. Is that like the Inquisitor's symbol thing? That's my only guess. For a second sister? I, I don't know things about I Star guess. Wars, man. So this is my only guess. I I, I think so. I think that that'll be that's about just right. One, yeah, it's their it's a Star Wars symbol for Inquisitors, just in general. Okay, that was easy to look up. That's convenient. <laughs> um, so then we have a Keo Venzi card, and yeah. that one's pretty cool too. On the asshole, but the back art to that. Like that rebel sign. That's so I cool. like that. That's pretty. That cool. is dope. That um, is dope. That's actually the squad <laughs> symbol from squadrons for that squadron. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, Titan squadron. I forget what the. the yeah, the I think you're right. Here. I think it's Titan. So okay, I yeah. have a question then. Does Disney have a say then in the squadrons game because it's Star Wars, right? So. 
Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would make sense why they can use it then. So yeah. I, I, out of all the cards, like I like the second sister one, but this keel one, I think I would use the most. So um, the keel one is probably more for me, um, more what I would like to see. Um, then they have some tokens, JJ. I don't know what these tokens are. They literally do not describe what these are, <laughs> but it does say, I'm guessing they're just objective markers. That's my assumption. Um, they're for the top two. Yeah, they huh. look like objective markers and then like the red and blue symbols you'd put on for like the the for claiming uh yeah, claiming well, like scramble. Objective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what that center one is. Just a void, but <laughs> yeah, it's just like this greenish looking uh thing. I have no idea. I don't know. So okay, so just to be sure, it didn't come with like any like scenario no. like that, nope. Wow! Yeah, it's literally in the document. It literally says go to the website oh, to for. talk about the scenario. I know what it's for. It's a round marker because you had that round counter a little uh, bit later on. You put oh, that on there. Okay, Makes that sense. would make sense. Okay. Yep. And then you obviously get the one and a half range ruler. Um, I I don't know why they're giving us this. Does it looks stupid to me because like whatever, cool, thank you, I guess. Um. I do like the objective markers. I think those are kind of cool. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody even turned those into metallic ones. <laughs> um, then yeah. obviously we have our world's invite. So this is the front of the world's invite and that is the back. So I think that's pretty cool. Art, alt art. It's all incredible. I am a little bit alarmed by the complete censorship of having Lappin in the box anymore <laughs> because if you notice on the back of the box itself it does not have Lappin anymore but on the poster advertising for it it still has Lappin on there maybe they actually realized they gave them the wrong initiative <laughs> that's my guess because Fair scum enough. doesn't get anything I, I assumed like the triple zero was the uh, replacement for Lappin because it's scum but apparently not they just don't like scum no. Um, yep, so then there's this uh, round tracker, so you're probably right. That green thing is going to be that round tracker. Yeah. Um, so this is the document for it. I kind of broke it down. Um, you get the info sheet, uh, 16 suppressive gunners, 8 out maneuvers. So if you run a 32-person uh, tournament, not everybody's getting some. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because they have top 32, but they don't have any top 32 privates in right. here. So, so I don't know who made this, but whoever whoever made this, <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway. Um, so 16 cards, 33 round trackers. Um, oh, I guess you get a round tracker. There you go. Um, oh, okay, for, cool. First place qualifier invite, one triple O card, one Podamer card. Um, the triple zero card is got the event organizer logo on it. Um, they tell you, do not sell this shit. Uh, they tell you, here's how you advertise for it. We're not going to go over that because I don't care. Um, and then they talk about you need at least 16 and one event organizer. Um, again, I don't know how they're going to enforce it. My assumption is that um, my assumption is really that it's kind of up to your store. Um I will tell you 
do not if your store gets a bunch of kits and there's only four or five of you that play please send them on to other places if you get three or four kits though and like you guys have like 50 people that play in your area I, whatever i mean like i have no idea how many kits people should be getting i don't know how many stores are getting all these all i know is i think if you have an in with asmoday if like you have actually like support asmoday products um you should be able to get a store champ kit i'm assuming it's based on how good your rep is but i don't know so both of the stores i go to support asmoday quite a bit like it's pretty heavily purchased in both the stores that i go to and they both got store champ kits I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, the rest of the booklet essentially explains um, <clears throat> just the tournament procedure stuff. We're not going to go through any of that. You can find all that. It's identical to what's on the website. So it's not worth any of our time to go through that. So boys, any questions you have about StoreChamp? Yes. I wish they were here sooner. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just just on a positive note, like I'm excited that, you know, after, you know, so many years of not having these official events um, that we're getting back into the season where we get all these different store and uh, store champ and regional events, um, just ramping up the hype for next year's worlds. And I just hope that uh, that everybody has a great time out there. Um, it is competitive X-Wing. And if you're if you're on the fence or whether or not you should join in. And let me tell you, you know, this is a fantastic community and you, it is a blast to to go to these events, even if you don't make cut, even if you don't place high enough. It's always fun to go out there and play and meet new people and, you know, try try to see how you fare against, you know, your your local crowd that goes out there to play. So highly encourage you that if you haven't done it before. Uh, get practice in for your your favorite list, uh, whatever that may be, whichever faction or pilots, and give it a shot. All right, so let's move on to World Open Qualifiers. First look, I apologize. I didn't have a ton of time to format today, but I did get the images, and I'm pretty bloody excited about these alt art cards. And I know some people, like, okay, so here, here, let me tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Corey, the guy at my locals, does not use alt art cards almost ever. I don't understand why. He has them. It makes, like, he doesn't, he likes the original cards. So, what that means is if he has any, he probably would be willing to sell them to you. So, when Corey wins his store champ, He's going to have all these cards. And Alex, you could go, hey, would you like 20 bucks for that Poe Dameron card? And he'll probably say <laughs> I'm yes. just going to go to every store champ he's at and then win it. So he can't. He can't <laughs> um, so these are the participation cards that everybody gets. Um, oh, they're so cool. The, they are very much going for the um, the logo for the faction in the background. I'm going to tell you out of all of these, and I know I'm primarily a CIS player, this Gamut Key is my favorite card out of all of them. And I don't care if I if I don't get to go because of the whole thing in my life this year, if somebody gets a Gamut Key card and would like to send it to me uh, for a reasonable price, let me know. Because that card I will actually play because <laughs> um, I play Gamut Key and I love that Hawk art. That's just, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about that that ship that draws me to it but that art right there just is really 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 good yeah. 
Too bad they nerfed him by giving him a two front arc attack instead of a turreted attack. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind that it's misprinted. No cards have ever been misprinted. <laughs> I hope they fix that. <laughs> oh, you're right. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I bet you Gambit, I so. bet you people have already complained about it. I'm um, sure they have. Oh, but these are like solid choices. Well, not false scarus, but these are like solid choices too. Like everyone has been playing Contrail a lot. You know, Kaz is always a good option. I personally love Hollow. People play Gamut all the time. All right, so I'm going to argue a little bit with the Vault Scarus. I think that Vault Scarus is an underrated pilot. If we didn't have a six-point fader, we probably wouldn't have the same issue, right? So six-point fader goes away, and we get Vault Scarus. Just saying, he becomes a little bit more viable, <coughs> and then He's you have a reason to play points, the card. And people still don't play him. <laughs> Yeah, because you have a six-point Vader. If Vader goes up to seven points, you got to restructure your list. I think he's playable, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. All right. All right, so I have to go to a sword champ now and play against Alex with Fault Scarus and just beat him. I don't have to win the championship. I just have to beat Alex. That's all that... That's <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah, I mean, I've... I've uh, when Volt Scarus first came out, I actually played it quite a bit with, like, uh, a good coordinating ship with either, like, Vermeil or... Um, or... Uh, uh, with Feroff and such, and just getting that early... Um, that early coordinating to Volk Scarus uh, to turn on its ability and then do a blue maneuver to remove the, the, uh, the strain is really, really good because you just basically point them where you want early... Um, give him like a focus, uh, or if you have like a target lock on him, give him a target lock, and then at the start of engagement, you can barrel boost them to outmaneuver your opponent. And Volkscaris is really, really good at that. Um, so it's a, a really decent card. You do have to invest points to build around it, but he can punch very, very hard and is very slippery. And then when your I six rolls up and just smacks him right off the board, what do you do? That's where you got to outmaneuver, buddy. That's where you <laughs> use the ability. Okay. I mean, I, I played against a couple of false carriers, so I can, like, I, I get it. I just uh, I haven't seen too much people. Uh, no, it is do, because do Empire, really well <clears throat> Empire is oversaturated with other cheap options right now. That's why. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, that's, yeah, another reason. <clears throat> the other thing that was really cool, um, and, and I was, I'm going to say this kind of like when we went to Worlds, we had alt arts of standard loadout cards. These are not standard loadout cards, folks. So, as much as I was concerned about moving towards that direction, um, it feels like this this is a support of standardized card play. That's what this feels, or non-standardized loadout card play. Um, otherwise, why give us all darts of these cards, right? So I don't feel they're moving as bad in that direction as I had originally thought, and I will give my thoughts here when we get to the um, Empire spoiler kit for the starter pack, uh, there's some concerns I have in there. Um, but uh, that Hera card, I want that. That Hera B-Wing card, that's the other one. Yeah. I want. Yeah. I don't, the Absolutely. Contrail one looks cool, but I don't fly a lot of Republic, so. I mean, he's in pretty much every Republic list, too, so that will be useful. That yeah. Hollow looks so gorgeous to me. Yeah. Uh, be nice. Hope maybe we'll lower Hollow. Hollow's points and we can play Hollow. I now, would love 
to do that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Now, let's get into top 64, because if you only got 64 people come to your event and you're one of these. Yes. This is a pretty awesome cards here. This is even like this is better. That's why they're not participation, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're so cool. They're so cool. And I'm assuming yeah. because you have Ayla right there, right? Or at least whatever card you have on there. That symbol is for Epic, which means they are supporting Epic eventually. Yeah. I assume. So that's really cool that they're just like, hey, by the way, we didn't completely forget about a small part of this game that people play. Yeah. And <laughs> Ayla is in Epic is actually really good, just so you know. Yeah. Like I have yeah. used her a couple times. I was actually confused for a hot second because I'm like, wait, is this a pilot card for Ayla? But then uh, just saw the symbol and it, the command symbol. And yeah, I mean, it's just really great that they're they're keeping that out there for like encouraging more players to just take a look at Epic at least, you know, to see this card or encouraging to play this card in there. Um, just hope that, you know, hopefully down the line, I, I know that they've, they've mentioned in you know, direct sources from AMG that they don't have anything planned for this year uh, for Epic, um, but they are still um, working around a way to to get to that eventually. My guess, you know, we'll see it sometime mid next year, hopefully. Um, but it is nice to see at least a new card for Epic come out like that in the kit. Yeah. <clears throat> now, we also have, right, a... Um couple of pilot cards that have differing symbols on them. Right? Lumi, yeah. I don't know what those 323 symbol is. Right? Like those that's little diamonds? On her, on her body. Okay. Yeah, that's the symbols on that. And uh, Barris? Right? That's the thing that yeah. people do? Yeah. Like that's like their body symbol paint skin it could I be know. like a it could be like a clan symbol too you know yeah i don't i don't know stuff about star wars but i've seen those before now i will tell you i do not like this anakin skywalker picture but that's only because they've reused this fucking picture like a hundred times it was in destiny this is from <laughs> destiny this is from uh they, they were i think it was in something before destiny as well They've reused this stupid Anakin picture. I hate it. I hate the Anakin <laughs> picture. So if I get this and somebody wants to buy it off me, I'll fucking sell it. I do. I will not use this alt art Anakin card. Just I just won't. Um, yeah. So it's it's what uh, Obi Wan, Anakin, and Yoda and the Actus, Mace and Lumi, and just the Delta Seven. It's kind of a missed opportunity to like print official, you know, errata Seven B kind of cards. In my opinion, yeah. it kind of sucks that it's not a 7B, but also they look really badass. So, yeah, that Yoda card, man. That Yoda card is sick. I know. And I love Yoda. Like, I really hope we get some tweaks to Republic that kill some of the common crap so I can run Yoda because I just love Yoda. I love that Yoda. I When it first came out, I was running that Yoda all the time. That was like my favorite ship to run was that Yoda. I actually ran Yoda a little bit with, I think it was three, um, foresight Jedi's. Oh my god, just generic Jedi's, and it was pretty cool to like <laughs> foresight and then get the force back with Yoda. It actually worked really well. It was kind of disturbing. 
So that's awesome. Does with the foresight after you use it, doesn't it say that your foresight has your force has to be inactive or no? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's even worse. That's I mean, you horrible. only get one bonus attack, so it's not like I'm True. technically uh, foresighting. I have. I used to run foresight inquisitors too because that was really fun. It was like major reveal, soon tier two foresight inquisitors, and that, and then just hitting people at range three with foresight, they don't get the bonus, and you get a free focus mod. Super yeah. useful if you just took like an evade for your action. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, the next is Pudgeboard, Range Rulers, and Top Eight's gonna get three acrylic force tokens that look pretty cool. Um, definitely different than what we've seen before. So you're getting when you get the uh, the Pudgeboard, instead of it being by faction now, they're just saying Merry Christmas. Here you go now. The question I have is, why do I have these little characters? Are they just for target locks? Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because they did the same thing with uh, Plo Koon for a couple worlds ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they just want they want people to stop using their Legos for target locks. So. <laughs> and I love the fact that they just have that like Jedi logo for their force. That's so cool. Someone should print that in acrylic. Cough. <laughs> and, and Rex, I agree with you. It's okay to play unoptimal ships. That's what I've been playing right now um, at my locals. So, um, but so, all right. So they put the range rulers in here. I'm assuming these are going to be acrylic range rulers, which then makes me think that um, because the templates are here and they're giving us a template tray that we're going to talk about in a second, I'm assuming these range rulers are acrylic. That's my assumption. And I'm telling you right now, I am here for acrylic lightsaber range rulers. Those things, that is that is amazing. Those like I don't I never would have ever I would is never it, have thought about that. Is it thin enough to drill a hole, place a LED battery with like a lighting strip <laughs> inside of it, and that way when you're measuring, they turn on as you're measuring. Like that would be the best. <laughs> thing ever like man they, they are look cardboard so, but cool i don't know because then they have them all in this template click kit and typically you wouldn't put cardboard in acrylic template tray i i you just wouldn't like i just i don't know maybe the top 32 like the punch board ones maybe they're cardboard and they're doing the top eight and then you get an acrylic version of that maybe i i think that these these range rulers are acrylic yeah, so Rex said they come in acrylic. I, I have not seen this kit yet. Um, so Rex, if you have access to the kit, that would be awesome to get some pictures. That's really cool. Um, so then they're going to do top four qualifiers, get maneuver templates, um, trays, a world's invite, top four, get a world's invite, and three extra force tokens. Nice. Then, on top of that, if you are the champion, you get a undisclosed trophy <laughs> and a world's accommodations covered, which they don't say what that means. So I think that's uh, like the hotel stay, exactly. right? Yeah. The travel and hotel they usually pay for. Yeah. But yeah, it, this is the one where they get like the buy in their qualifier thing, right? Or for their uh, world champs. Yes. Correct. They yeah. mentioned that earlier, right? I think that's the one where they get the buy. Yeah. 
That's correct. Yeah, they would get the buy if they would win that, which is actually huge, right? Because that means that less stress on you to advance into the cut um, if you had that first round buy, right? That reduces the number the number you win you need to win, assuming that they follow this year's format uh, down to what eight wins or no seven wins, right? Yeah, yeah, which would be huge. Also, they give you like Mark Sable closure. And that's only because I assume because they have Republic ships on there because no one in the Republic will use that. It's mostly, if you see it, it's like the mining guild tie. I mean, what would be great if you could get a double talent Y-Wing with March Stable Closure and uh, Tierfon Belly Run. There you so go. you niche, you just throw them on there and then uh, they could still shoot like an Ion or a Torp and then come off of it and strain somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so, and still take the effects uh, of the obstacle. Yep. I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. With those range rulers, we have one that's beyond three, right? No, so it's one, one and a half, two, and three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like how they use Yoda's for one. Why yeah, do they have a I, I one assume. and a half that range ruler? They're, they're giving out one and a half range rulers. Yeah, they, they're really pushing it, man. They really want you to measure that center objective. <laughs> they really don't want you to fold the board. But I don't like holding the board. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think that's the most accurate way of getting the center. Yeah. It is the most accurate and it's the easiest. Yeah, but nobody argues about official. it. Not official. Anyway, so one and a half, uh, whatever. Float, whatever. I don't know. Um, uh, Whatever. I don't care. I wish it was a green. They should have made it red. But all these Jedis are good people, right? <sighs> yeah, well, okay. Get, they fine, they give gave me us a white, Give me a white lightsaber. I don't want Anakin's. Fuck Anakin. <laughs> All right. So that's I. I so I, I'm just gonna state it right here. Like to me, this is very exciting for that piece of it. Um, we had talked before about AMG prize support all the time. Yeah. And we've had this discussion a couple of different times, and that was always this concern that we had is that AMG was not going to support. To me, this shows they are willing to invest the dollars into um, the into competitive play. Um, if we were just getting just cards and nothing, none of this other stuff, I would be like, eh, it's cool looking, great. But them, like, again, I don't need another set of templates. <laughs> I really don't. And I don't, I do want those lightsaber um, range ruler, rulers. That, I do like those. Um, and I don't know. Hopefully they have a tournament by JJ or something that I could just crash to somebody's house, fly in, get top 32, get my lightsaber range rulers, go home. I don't care about any of the other stuff. Well, I do, but the other stuff is whatever. If I get top 32, that'll be excited about. Um, but this shows to me that AMG is willing to support the community through competitive gameplay. That at least if they had not before, they at this time currently understand that this is important. So I don't know. To me, win, win, win. At least. Yeah, I mean, they're supporting it better than FFG. I mean, the prizes are cooler than the ones FFG gave. Yeah. Except for that one Worlds that never happened. The 2020 Worlds that had like all the Rebel stuff and the, the Gurry and all that. But yeah, they're really going gung-ho on us. And I'm totally all about it. Now, 
we're going to transition into the Empire Starter Kit that was released um, in Europe this week or last week, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know what's if do you consider Sunday the start of the week or the end of the week, whatever it is. Um, but this was released. So this is official. This is somebody that I guess it was legally able to be sold there. I don't believe we're getting this till the end of May. <laughs> um, and so there's two things I want to discuss. We're going to discuss the standard loadout cards here. I want to talk about those a little bit um, because they claimed originally you wouldn't be able to have, or you wouldn't have anything else. Um, you wouldn't have anything else, right? That would be something you couldn't already build yourself. Correct. The other piece I want to like touch on real quick, and I want, I want both JJ and Alex's opinion on this. The other piece that they talked about is that people were worried we'd go do some version of a 3.0. To me, this demonstrates 3.0 has to be very, very far in the future, if at all. Because why would we make starter kits with new rules, all this cool shit, if they're just going to make changes again? So to me, this feels like AMG is settling into a rhythm they are providing us content and they're saying, okay, now go sell the stuff so that we can continue to support you. So go out, buy this crap, which I don't need another, I don't need any more bloody empire ships. I just don't. Um, but um, that's, that's what it feels like to me. So Alex, how, how do you feel about that? Do you feel a little bit more comfortable that we're going to stay with what we've got for the most part, enhance it, tweak it a little bit, but not move to a completely new version? Or do you still think that's possibly something in the future? Oh, I I think that they were just going to continue doing this. Like I don't I didn't think they'd be going to like a 3.0. That seems like rough to like split the community even further than it's already been. So I'm glad that they're still not doing that. I'm finally I'm I'm happy that they finally have starter kits. So it could just be like your buddy. Here's four ships, please play. Yeah. Yeah. And these are relatively cheaply priced comparatively. Like it's still like 60, 70 bucks, but I mean, but you get four ships, you get four ships. literally everything. Yeah. So like, yeah. when are you going to ever play? When are you going to ever buy four ships plus all the starter content for, you know, 70 bucks? It's just not a thing. I mean, I get that. Yeah. It might be a little bit of a hurdle. Just be like, Hey, here's $70. Please play our game. That's kind of like a, or eighty dollars, or however they're pricing it, that's kind of like a big ask at upfront. But yeah, but like I mean, when who doesn't just demo the game first, right? Like anyone walking exactly. in is just like, here, play this game, take my moves. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. And and one of the things I've seen, you know, that's been done before, at least with GSP, right? When they've done their specials about you know the cost of entry into the game and what you would want to buy if you're starting into the game. You know, most of those those like. Um, those kits that they've they've put together always include like the core set, the original core set that comes, and then a few expansions and stuff. I mean, just to if you really wanted to get into a particular faction with just a really good base squad, you know, you're looking at a minimum of about $150 anyway, doing it the old way, right? Because you're looking to buy the core set, which is only going to give you either two TIE Fighters or an X-Wing if you're going for any one of those factions. If not, you have to go into buying additional templates or dice if you don't 
don't want to get the, the core set, then you got to find one of the other faction starter kits and then buy builds from there, uh, getting extra ships and extra expansion packs to get the better pilots for that. And it just builds on and on and on, you know, for that cost. Here, you got a full squad right out the box with everything that you need. You got your templates, your dice, your obstacles, all the rules, everything that you need. And you just put this on the table and you're good to go. Now, my only gripe that I have with this particular box is that it does not have any... Um, it has a very limited amount of actual upgrade cards to go with the custom pilots. But um, still, it's, it's still really great that you're able to put that good quality pilots that they've included in this year to start right out the box here and, and get into the game as soon as possible. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I, I agree. And I, uh, so Alex to be, to your point, having to drop that kind of money is a lot, but if you get into miniatures gaming, like that's nothing. I looked at getting into Warhammer because some, my son was getting into it and I was like, maybe I need a new, uh, <laughs> Uh, no. Um, his friend told me how much money he spent and can't even play all the game. And I just was like, all right, no, thank you. Um, oh, I understand. That's literally one of the reasons why I play this game because it's cheap, like relatively <laughs> cheap. And I don't yeah. want the paint. Yeah. So this, this here, I mean, the only thing that I could would encourage that could have been better is if we had better paint schemes on some of these ships, like they did it in those other boxes. Like I will tell you if they had an alternative paint scheme, I would buy that even though I don't need any, any of those ships other than, I guess a tie fighter is fine just because like my tie fighters break and fall apart all the time. It's fair. I mean, like, yeah, I like it. Like the paint schemes and stuff. It'd be kind of cool if they didn't, but then like people complain is that, that you know, AMG is making, <laughs> exclusive models for starter kits that I have to go spend eighty dollars for just because I want a white stripe on my Tie Fighter. And you know what? Sucks to be you. If you want that, then shout out the money for it. Like that's a like I don't I don't listen to Fly Better all the time anymore. Um, but that was like a Dion thing. Like Dion will buy or not Dion D will go out and buy that type of stuff. And like if you want to spend the money, like I'll be honest, you know how much money I've spent. I bought um the two. The two, um, I did buy two gauntlets because at some point I will repaint one of them for my CIS faction. It will happen. Um, I'm hoping AMG changes points so I can play them more reasonably. But anyway, um, if you want to do that, like, and they did this, FFG did that before. There was some of those, like, I bought a couple of boxes that allowed for other things and i don't know like you people did buy it i have like red and black colored um um no no i don't have the star viper one well i might i don't know i i, I don't play star viper so, so um, the star viper in 1.0 was literally known as the auto thrusters expansion uh, yeah <laughs> I, I don't know yeah. if i have that one or not but i do have the um an interceptor colored one mm -hmm. and that like when i run soonser that's who gets that um and i have a defender that's painted um red and black that i think came in i don't the remember aces the same the aces as pack, a, yeah the aces one yep and yeah. i run that when i run vader um so what you should know. have done is use the red one for like 
anyone not Ryad, like Vessery, and then use the normal one for, for Ryad. People get angry at you if you do that. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, the opposite of what schemes they have. When they give me six-point defenders in a couple of weeks, then uh, then I will be running two of those. So don't worry. Gross. It's not gross. If they give you one six-point defender, the others must be eight. No, no, no. Give me... Give me a couple of six pointers and then let me have Vader down to eight so I can run three defenders again. <laughs> yes. Give it to me, AMG. Do it. <laughs> it won't be good. Won't be Were good. you even around for triple defenders? I was not, but it's it's a different world that we live in. Yeah, they're right. stronger. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> they have an they extra shield. They got an evade action. Yeah, except for you yeah, gotta blue scenarios. Actually, so think you're gonna put three ships Play on the board. All right, we're gonna keep moving on. I, you know what? Let me. I will. You pick whatever list you want currently, and I'll run three defenders against it, and we'll see where we get. Because I don't think it. I, I I want Vader, and Countess Ryan, and one other one. Great. Now I get dumpstered. You're not going to. I don't think. Whatever. We'll play. We'll play on stream. and then take the scenario action. All right. Fine. Let's move on. So um, we'll come back to the standard loadout thing. So as you can see here, this is kind of what the kit looks like. Um, they're giving you objective markers, uh, templates, range ruler. They're giving you those really cool looking bomb cards that give you the indicators of what each of the bombs do. Um, there's our, our obstacles look pretty cool. Um, giving us a, another set of objective markers plus tokens to take the scenario actions and a round counter, which we have not seen officially before until this. That's pretty cool. Not that I want that round counter um, because it's probably cardboard, but it looks pretty cool. I have two things to say. Actually, no, the round counter does look real sick. First off, for some reason, they just don't list whatever deplete tokens are for the rulebook. Don't know why. Oh, yeah. Did you see the munitions on the left? Did you see the proton torpedoes and plasma torps? Yes. They are formatted differently, and I like them. They are clean looking. It's much better than having like the whole awkward kind of like... The only thing I don't like is that uh, charges are kind of wonky because you tuck that card underneath other things, so you don't know exactly how many charges. I mean, you have the charge tokens, but like... I like that setup. It looks really cool, like real slick. Yeah, I do too. I think these are really cool. I like the damage deck. It looks like those are bigger damage decks too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, comparatively to like the other cards, the tiny look like ones the side that we used to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like they look like the ones that you could purchase, like um, like the you know the factions uh, ones. So, looks like I'm gonna have to get this pack anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Now I will say that, um, and and we'll touch a little bit more once we go over the cards here in a second. But I think that um, I'm going to end up getting each one of these starter packs and just grabbing the standard loadout cards, and I'll actually fill these up with a bunch of extra cards that you won't get in this pack, and I'll probably give them out um, just so we could get like new players to come in and have a bunch of good cards right off the bat, and and just get the game in there because I feel that. Uh, you know, we could always use more excellent people. So, yeah, and you know what, you guys could do. You could talk with um Corey a little bit. We actually built um um we actually built some stuff, and like we started a list channel in our local Discord for new players. So 
I don't know. Maybe we should have had that as a segment, and the two of you can work with Corey, and like we could come up with a segment to talk about um, introducing new players. Now that we have these starter kits coming out, I think that'd be beneficial. And um, you know, Cole Brutus in the chat said that he's going to buy one of these starter kits just so they have something to hand for new players to play. I think that's pretty good. You don't get a defender. Just tell you right now, there's no <laughs> defender in there. But, um. I don't know. Other than that, I would like a defender in there, but I understand why they, they don't need to. Put them. They already have one of those defender packs. We don't need another one. Trust me, we don't need another one of those. Um, I don't know. So, so far, I think this is really cool. Um, so here's the standard cards, the ones that you we normally have. They're all in French. Um, but JJ, I don't think they changed any anything on here, right? These are all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't read French, but well, they they didn't change anything like abilities wise, but they changed Valen Ruder's art because they use that for backstabber. Okay, <laughs> so All it's right. a cooler art. I love that art. It looks sick, but I don't know why they took backstab like his art and used it for backstabber, and then they're just like, whoops, <laughs> get confusing. So those are the standard ones. We're going to move on to the standard loadout cards, which I broke into two pictures so I could blow them up because yeah. the pictures JJ posted were absolute trash. I don't know where he got them from, um, but they're absolute <laughs> trash. All right. So starting with Tomix Brand here, uh, Tomix here is equipped with um, with a new ability, which we previously covered here, essentially whenever he takes a uh, a reload action, he can um, he recovers a uh, one of the charges on his equipped uh, cards, which in this case I believe is the uh, elusive charge he has on there. Yeah, it's only for talent slot cards. Yeah, for his talent slot. Yeah, um, so he comes equipped with elusive barrage rockets and proximity mines right <laughs> off the bat, which is great. <laughs> that's great. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it gets even better when you look at Tomic's, uh, or rather, at Captain Jonas's loadout here. So he oh, comes yeah. equipped with Feedback Ping, which is originally a card that we saw come out with the uh, First Order Bombers. He comes equipped with Plasma Torpedoes and Proton Bombs. So that Feedback Ping, if you're not familiar with it, essentially whenever an enemy ship goes 0-1 to one to a device, uh, his ship would get a target lock on that ship. So if you happen to get Tomax in a good position to drop a proximity mine in somebody, boom, you get that target lock on uh, for uh, Captain Jonas there to uh, to to acquire, and then he can shoot plasma torps at you, which is really great. It, it is worth noting, too, that it is, regardless of range restrictions, you get that lock. Yep. It's like Dutch mm-hmm. rules, not like uh, uh, synchronized console rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. And then, um, and then going on to Darth Vader here. Now, this is uh, the Darth Vader that has the uh, the custom Darth Vader's uh, ability, which you can spend a force to take an action after you perform an action. He comes equipped with hate ion missiles and afterburners uh, for that there, and he does come with three shields instead of two Maybe shields. He's got the extra one. All right, so hold on yeah. a second. So. I want us to no longer ever say afterburners ever again. It is always post-combustion. That's all I I'm sorry. Like that, like I don't know a lot of French, but that word there is fucking amazing. So is Dark Vador. 
Yeah, like, <laughs> they know all the other Fedor. ones are like roughly like Tomax Brian. It's Tomax Brian, right? But there's Dark Fedor, Vador. Vador. I am your Vador. It's dark. I love it. I'm just um, trying to see how you say post combustion in French. Post combustion. Yeah, probably <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> Where's our French Canadians here? There's got to be some French Canadians. Is Cam French Canadian? No. Is he? No. Damn it. I like how the mines are mine and then description of mine and the bombs are bomb description of bomb. Yeah. Now, <laughs> don't even try. Here's the best part about that Vader. And this is going to be hilarious if they give this a six points. You got a fucking ion missile. What are you going to use <laughs> ion missiles for on Vader? Oh, I can throw three red dice at you and you could take two ions and a damage. Or I could throw three red dice at you and give you a hit and like two hits and a crit. I don't know which is better, but I'm pretty sure it's the two hits and the crit. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a weird place because he does have the extra shield, right? And he's got the original customizable ability. So I, I wonder if I wonder one if AMG is going to make any of these starter kit ones legal in general. They but also, one hundred percent. They could just be like no starter kit ones. Who knows? Nope, they won't. <laughs> but also, how, yeah, how, baby. how expensive that Vader is going to be, right? Because then people are just not going to shoot the ion missiles. So it still has afterburners, post combustions. Post combustions. Come on, baby. Come on, say it. Post combustions. Um, post combustion. I think you're right. Um, the question becomes: Is is this going to come in at six points? The rumor is Vader is going up to seven. The boy Vader is, um, because I mean, you know, changing a blank to a hit for a forest token when you have hate is pretty, I don't know, pretty, pretty good. I don't know. What, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, somebody made that mistake. mistake. Yeah. You spend it on defense. Yeah. All, all X ones at seven seem fair, right? It, <laughs> it makes you make a choice on what you want. And then yeah. defender Vader is going to go back to 10. So yeah, no, no, that's not <laughs> that 100% won't happen. Oh, you're right. He hasn't won in championship. You're right. <laughs> They also changed the format for munitions on these standardized cards, and they look much yes. better and not poorly photo photoshopped. Yes. <laughs> like just take the the symbol and whatnot and shove it in there somewhere. They're kind so, of close now. I mean, mine. Yeah. So it's odd that we're getting ion missiles on Vader. I will tell you, if you give me this Vader at six points, though, I'm still gonna fly them. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like, whatever. I mean, there's you, you think about the Shilger upgrade is eight. Post combustion is 10 points. That's 18 loadout points plus four. That's what 18 and four is 22, 22. plus ion missiles is 26. That's a 26 point Vader right there. You know, I don't know. The last one on this page that we just totally ignored Merrick. He's got a elusive outmaneuver in post combustions as well. Yeah. Imagine if Merrick still comes in at four points. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have marksmanship, which is incredibly sad, but an outmaneuver, Merrick doesn't. Oh, yeah, ouch. That hurts. <laughs> it's not terrible, but it's But good. it's still an I-5, though. It's still an I-5, yeah. and it still has post Well, I wasn't saying it was bad. I was saying that hurts. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that at four. No. I Yikes. think that should come in at four. I, I would be very happy to have that at four points. Yeah. Hmm. 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 I don't like afterburners and outmaneuver combo just as a personal thing. I do. It's rough to uh, play against. 
All right. The last three are Valen, Aiden, and Night Beast. Um, and it, they didn't change anything on here, right? I don't think I see anything. Yeah, all their their um, their like whole values are all the same. They're all three. Um, same thing with attack and evades. Um, Aiden comes in with a disciplined and elusive. Valen with discipline and precision ion engines, and Night Beast with disciplined and predator uh, to round off that uh, those ties. Valen order with discipline and his own ability. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Let's, uh, let's do all dirty. three of my actions. So the question is, you could perform the target lock action without the target lock ability. True. Yeah, oh, yeah, they didn't add it. Yeah, they didn't add it to it. So I was like, all right, well, I guess at least that's the only... You get it. Not that you need target lock, but I mean, I don't know. Hey, Boy Wampa has a target lock on his action bar. People didn't realize that, but he does. And That's yeah. got to be a mistake. Nope. No, but that you you think AMG gave that to them on purpose? Yeah, why not? They give yeah. random things to random people. I mean, I think it's an oversight. It essentially um, saves them from having to put in targeting computer upgrade on the on the card just yeah. by adding the action on it. Honestly, fair enough, I guess. I mean, they added what the evade action to on boy on two. And that normally just comes with a title. So instead of just adding that one line in the title, just put it on his bar, I guess. The last picture that I have... Oh, sorry, I apologize. The last picture I have, and then I want to talk about points for the rest of the episode, is... Sorry, Pride of Mandalore. We'll come back to you next week. Um, the, so we have the, the round counter, right? And I'll say that that looks pretty cool. That's... For a round counter, that's a pretty cool counter. Um, it would have been cooler if it was kind of like a dual one where you could do rounds and points on it. Um, but I understand why they did that. And actually, did they include point counters? Uh, they have the uh, victory chips. Yeah, just the victory chips. Yeah. I don't see them. They're right in the middle of like the rule book. They're in the rule book. I just don't see them in the kit. Maybe they're on the back part of that cardboard. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. I don't know. Uh, San Francisco uses those. I never liked them because I just don't like look over there and I have to count tally marks. I only use, I used them when they first came out, and I have acrylic ones I bought. <laughs> I haven't used them since then. I use them for um, uh, Aces High sometimes. That makes sense. Um, but mostly we use dice for Aces High, which I won the other day, by the way, again. Not this time. I we we did a different version of it. We'll have to talk about that sometime too, um, because that was also, we a different, completely different version last week. Missed opportunity to make the round counter like the Death Star. You know, the one giant <laughs> circular thing you yeah. have that's very <laughs> noticeable. Oh, that's fair. That is fair. Right. That would be real cool. I agree with you. I I like. I would like that actually better. So. They can even have different variations. They can have like the second Death Star where it's like just black on parts of it, you know? That would have been cool. Maybe confusing. I don't know. Yeah. They can make a BB 8 if they do a resistance one. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. How about this? Is it worth spending the 70 bucks on a kit just to get that round counter for each of the different factions? I think the answer is yes. 
<laughs> See, this is why I said I'm going to end up having to buy all of these because I want all these little pieces on here, man. I'm telling you. I'm sorry. You're right. If you if you gave I like the BB-8 over the Death Star. If you give me a BB-8 counter, oh my god, like BB-8 yeah. is they one should, of my favorite droids. Someone should make a BB-8 counter where the head does the rounds, and then the bottom part does your score. That'd be great. Oh, that would be fantastic. Million dollar great idea right there. Sorry, I gave that okay. away. Copyright Alex Merrill. 2023. Yeah, yeah, I could just delete that out of the podcast and nobody will know. <laughs> Stole an idea. All right, let's. We we got like 15 minutes, minute, minutes, minutes, minutes left um, in the episode, and I do want to cover Mandalorian episode eight after this. Um, so we yes. are going to do that tonight. Um, we are going to do that tonight. That's I I I yes. I made a graphic for it. I had it up earlier on accident. I made a graphic. We're going to do that because I have a lot to talk about after this. But to begin with, like, or to end the show out, I wanted to talk about points because the rumor is we're getting points next week. And I will heavily be relying on JJ and Alex to analyze those points and put a document together for, for me for the, for the next week. Because if we get points, we will literally, we're not going to list build. We're going to only talk about points because the rumor is, is it could be possibly a big shakeup that we've never seen before outside of when we went to 2.5. Um, if that's the case, <laughs> I felt tonight was an avid time or an accurate time that we could talk a little bit about our feelings, our thoughts on where, um, the points could go for this next, we'll call it the next season, right? Because that's kind of what we're moving into is a new season of X-Wing. And I hope we get a big points change personally on my side. And I say that a little selfishly for the pure fact that I want store champ season to be insane. I want a reason to go to every one of the stores to try to win. Um, I want to be able to lose a few of them and run some insanely crazy lists. It'd be nice to get one win and then I could just play whatever the hell I want to play for the rest of the time. Like factions I never play, like Rebels. Um, the old Rebel Gauntlet. Yeah. I would love to play the Rebel Gauntlet. <laughs> I'd love to play the Gauntlet, period. Um, so give me AMG. Give me a six-point Gauntlet, please. Six-point no. Gauntlet. No. Yes. Never gonna happen. Yes, yes, yes. Give it to me. We're getting the six-point yeah. Callus, I heard. So for four points, you want to do this like by faction and kind of like uh, go over like uh, like our thoughts for particular pilots or chassis. I don't want to go that like, let's just give highlights, like just kind of our thoughts okay. on the highlights. Like, I don't think I don't think we need to get super in depth, JJ. Like, I mean, okay. that would be a pretty in depth segment. We don't I don't want to I, I don't want to spend an, another hour going over points because we're just okay. going to do the same thing next week. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, I think. Really, the big things are, what do you think some of the big things... We could do it by faction if you would like, and that's fine. What should be the big changes in the faction? Um, what are some of... Maybe a surprise thing that could come up later? Um, you know, something that would surprise us. And, you know, maybe you should take notes, and we could compare them. I don't know. I like betting things, but um, I don't know if we should bet things for this one. But um, <laughs> I, I want to bet things. I need to win my cards back. Um, you're getting free cards anyways. 
I should really mail those cards too. I really need to get my ass off my ass and mail all of our Patreons. Hey, well too. I, I I officially mailed Alex his his Kylo Ren card that he won. So I did. He has I received it. Yes. U.S. Post Office bent it about solid sixty degrees, but I'm flattening Are it out. Are you serious? Now oh, it's fine. Again, I'm yeah. flattening it out. Yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not a crazy big problem. Anyway, so let's let's go through each of the different factions and then like let's just give kind of highlights. JJ will take some notes. Um you're you're my note taker. I guess I, I'm <laughs> dedicating you my secretary because you're wearing a giant's hat. That's why. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, if you're wearing a lion's hat, you probably just lose that too. Nah. Nah. If you're wearing a lion's hat, it would I'd make you do it because you don't like sports ball. <laughs> So let's go with um, with points increases, right? Uh, what we should think uh, should go up in points. Um, on the rebel side, I no, don't no, really no, think... no. Let's start with the obvious factions first. Okay, like sure. the one. Let's start with the Empire. I want to go with okay. Empire's Empire. I I know FO is probably the top one everybody talked about, but I feel Empire is the easiest one to just knock out and get out of the way. And then okay. we can go cool. FO after that. Uh, Boy Vader, obviously, is, is the biggest one that definitely deserves to go up to seven points to make it easy. So that was not an own include. I do understand the popularity of Boy Vader because at six points, it allows you to bring in other named pilots in a five ship list at, at best. And it makes it very, very potent for, for that particular point range. At uh, seven points, kind of breaks up that that um, that effectiveness of the the four ship list, um, and it forces you to either go to some generic tie fighters at two points, or make decisions for what pilots you want on your list. There for you, so easy. Boy Vader, six point or seven points. All right, I would agree with that. Um, I think uh, the other. I think Iden needs to go up. Or we need to see TIE Fighters go up, and I'd rather just see Iden go up a point. Um, you well, give her more lot out. Um, I think Gideon should go up too, but I don't think they're going to do that. So I, I, I really don't. I'd prefer Gideon going up over Iden going up, honestly, even though I want Iden to go up. I just having zero repercussions, like zero ability to do anything to mod your dice, like rerolls, or, you know, spend anything for your defensive dice kind of sucks. Yeah, so so that's fair, and I found out reinforced by the way doesn't work. Fucking mm-hmm. fucking them, Can't modify it. Yeah, I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate it. I've learned that at Worlds the hard way. By the way, I won that game, but that was probably because I was pissed as fuck when I learned that I reinforced the Django, and then it was like surprise, you can't use it, Judge. And then the Judge comes over to you. Their D's like, uh, yeah, that's that's the way it worked. Reinforced also doesn't work on dead to rights for the same no. reason. That one I knew. I guess I should have known the other one, but that one I knew didn't work, but the other I did not know. So, yeah. Not many people Stop. were running a Dead to Rights ship against. I didn't play any Separatists, so. Um, I agree with you. I don't, I guess I would rather, I'd rather see Moth go up over uh, Iden if we have to make a choice, but just putting them both at four just seems fair. Like, putting them both back at four. Yeah. And I don't care. Give them a little bit more loadout for both of them, and that's fine. Like, I, you give them an extra shield upgrade, like room to have a shield upgrade. I, I, I that's fine with me. I don't. You could give um, Gideon like twelve to fourteen points, and and make them worth four points, and I call it a day. I don't care. Um. 
yeah, strain is way too low of a cost to pay in Giddy. I, I agree with you, actually. Like, like no, like, and, and like, yeah, especially because you could give the strain to a ship that's outmaneuvered. So here's Vader outmaneuvering your ship, not taking a shot and just getting strained. Who, who cares? You know? Um, yep. Yeah, I agree. The Gideon build could have been a little bit better. But um, other than that, in Empire, things I think should go down. Um, I would like to see, <laughs> this is going to be really controversial. I would like to see Soonsir fell. Voltscaris and second sister go down in price. Like, like that's Volt what Scaris I would like the see. interceptor. Yes, four he's points. already at a four. No, he's not. He's at five. I thought he's at a four. Really? Yes, that's what I said right. earlier. He's at a Fine. four, and still people yeah, don't double play double with him. his double double his um double his loadout points. In. No, so don't. I don't want to see him go down to three. I don't. That, no, no, no. <laughs> don't give me three point intercept. That's a mistake. Um. We know. Holy crap! You're right. Jeez. I know what. <laughs> we know that's a mistake. So just double his loadout. So five, whatever. I want to see soon. Here fell. Um, come down to five points. Um, and I don't want him to lose a lot of loadout either. So hang on. So soon here to five. Who was here? Are the pilots that you wanted? Well, I wanted Volt to four, but he's already at four. Guys, yeah. So just double his loadout. But whatever. Just ignore Volt for now. Um, and I want to see second sister. Um, come down to four points, but lose a lot of loadout, so she can't take Juke, or lose a talent slot, or lose a talent slot. That's fine. That's still evade and double force. Still, I want like it. That. Give it to me. I know Give it to me. Have it. Give um, it to me. For me, I wouldn't. I want to see more. Um, I would like to see at least one, uh, like one interceptor, be at three points at least. I want to see one, um, give and just second. eliminate. Yeah, and eliminate the um, eliminate the the mod slot and talent slot. You know, just base ability, basically make it the Derek Libyan of tie interceptors. Um, and beyond that, I want to see what the. I'm, I'm going to include the tie bombers on this because they're coming in here. I want to see a three point tie bomber as well, um, because I think that's there. It's basically the same as a hyena bomber, essentially. Um, I think that we can see at least a few tie bombers at three points, and I think that would be fair. You're, you're playing with fire, baby. That's what you're doing. Yeah, baby. I'm doing you're, it. Oh my. You're going to. Gonna be the you know they're gonna do it. meta all over again. Yeah. Oh, Vader goes <laughs> up to one point or goes up one point, but they don't worry, folks. We're gonna give you three point bombers with prox mines feedback ping. It's all yours. They'll probably be the standard loadout ones, and you know it. <laughs> um, one ship I would like to see go up it would be fair off just by one point, maybe a couple uh, points in loadout, whatever. Give her so whatever. Fair, make fair off what a five point ship. Yeah, some more loadout. That that seems reasonable. Yeah, leave Vizier as the only four point, or maybe the generics and Vizier, and and force you to take Vizier only. Though Vizier, yeah. I don't know, Vizier is pretty dirty too. But I mean, just whatever. Make his loadout eleven, so he can't take Pelp. There you go. There you go. I like that too. Yeah, but uh. Yeah. I, I would like that uh, rampage. I think it should be four points because rampage is super cool. The tie heavy, yeah, that you go fast to strain people. I think that's funny to me. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it's particularly good, but you know, Gar Saxon maybe can be seven points. 
But uh, yes, absolutely agree. Guard Saxon and seven points would make him a much more viable ship. Yeah, now that Sloan's banned, you gotta have Guard Saxon do some things. But yeah, mostly just like the aforementioned, like please bump up Gideon. I guess Dodgers yeah. could probably come down to four two, maybe cut the load up pretty no, hard. No, 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 stop to stop before you go too far. We don't oh, <laughs> just make it so she can't take like a four screw. You're fine. All right, things still um, four health. Let's go on to Separatists because I think Separatists needs uh needs some uh some changes as well. Django. Fett, I don't. I think they all need to say the same. I think Django Fen needs some some loadout cut off and uh, maybe lose one of the the illicit slots. Okay, I'll agree with the illicit slot loss. That's fine. Oh, I like the double illicits. I think that's actually super cool. It is, but no one else gets it. So. Like that's the one thing I really like about Django. It's got two illicits. That that's cool. It's a bunch of interesting combinations. See, so the whole purpose of it, right, is not to nerf Django. It's basically to make other pilots more viable, you know. And if you're looking at the right. hyper efficiency of here, Django, here you fetch, here. Django should just distance. not have 27 points of yeah, loadout. How about this? How about we yeah. give Django? Let's give Django 18 points of loadout, and let's. I'll actually give him 20. No, nope, yeah. 18. And let's bring Zam. Let's bring her down to eight points and give her twenty-five points to load out. There you go. Does she? She doesn't have the double illicits either, right? No, she could keep the single illicit. Let's not okay. give. Let's let Jingle be the only double illicit fire spray. Let's give. Let's bring Sam. Give me Zam at. Give me Zam with twenty-five loadout down to eight points. Keep Jingle at eight points and drop his loadout. You can keep. I'll tell you what. Let Jingle keep the other list. So let's just drop the loadout to, to down some. I don't. I. I. I okay. Instead of twenty seven, let's let's go eighteen to twenty. Eighteen is probably okay. more fair in fairness, because now you're going to be forced between choosing bombs, force, you know, force crew like a force crew's ten points right there. Yeah, is you know that leaves you with eight points. You can run two illicits at sixteen and have two points for treacherous, and we've got it. That that's my build. Yeah. Give me, give me, just give me that. Give me the double illicit and um, a force crew and a treacherous. I would 100% run that. Yeah. I'm a little bit iffy about eight point Zam with also notorious and a force crew. <laughs> that's my only concern there because it's just going to replace Django. You see, that's why I think Zam would be fair more at 18 points, right? Also make her have that decision. The only reason I would give Django more, more. Uh, points and just by a little bit more it's just because he is an i6 he is more experienced than zam and flying the fire spray so thematically sure? that would make more sense yeah maybe, maybe i don't i don't know about that i don't think you know enough about lore to say zam is inexperienced no, no, no i'm saying Django's more experienced i'm not calling it an experience i'm just saying that Django yeah. has more experience well, that was my hot take you guys <laughs> the other the other <laughs> the other thing i think they need to do um is I think I think you need to double Dirge's loadout and move him up to five points. I think you just have, I think we just have to move Dirge to he an I five at four points is dirty. It's it's bad. Um and we all complained about only having ten points of loadout and look at us running look, look at us running dirge at four points <laughs> <laughs> like the loadout. Yep. Yeah. I want as 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 much as 
Um, I'm afraid of them coming back in force. I do want some love to be given to the um, to to Sunfac and um, and the I4 pilot uh, Chertek. I think they need a point reduction each, um, just so they can uh, make more of a difference. Oh, I will go five. back to separatists if they start making the Namtex better again. Oh my god! Hey, what if I told you have fun. Sunfac could be five points? Yeah, I'm all for hey. it. Yeah. A Sunfac, Dirge, uh, Grievous, and a couple of Tri Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty dirty. I'm not sure if this is going to be a controversial take. I think Grievous is actually fine where he's at. <laughs> it, to me, it's yeah, not. I agree. Maybe, you know what? Drop his load out to 11 or oh. make Impervian Plating two points or three points. Or how about Impervian, impervian Plating could be one point if you want it to be. But make impervian plating cost something, and you ruin outmaneuver Grievous, and we he be. How about this? Outmaneuver Grievous is fair anyway, because you want to know the secret that nobody else does. Just go kill Grievous. Just like we all say, don't bother. But you could focus fire on Grievous because yeah, of the way people the fly him, which is why I'm yeah. fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if he, he rid- doesn't like HLCs. He doesn't. I'd be like... fine with impervious at one point. That seems fair to yeah. me. Yeah. Then you make the choice: Do you want outmaneuver or that? Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I probably take the break game. You still take. Ooh. I still I like it. Outmaneuver. Nah. I, mm. I actually know how to play him, so I'm not actually getting shot at much. I don't take the crits. Right. Cough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I agree with you. I don't think Grievous should move, but they. They're they're probably going to to stop us from playing him. I don't know. I have a standard loadout card of Grievous that somebody gave me at Worlds, and I have no interest in stopping playing Grievous ever in my life. So now that being said, I do want Wat Tambor and um and the other Bell Belop that escapes my Captain name. Seer. Seer. Yeah, Seer to get a little more loadout points so that way they can be um viable tech droid carriers again and um and kind of like want make people want to play more droids versus just more of the higher initiative aces for um for CIS. Keep oh, keep Seer no. at, keep Seer at the standard at the same loadout value and make them four points. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Seer yes. is not okay. Seer is not fine, guys. <laughs> no, you're, you're the only you're person wrong. running them is Isophane. I beat Isophane. Yeah. So Yeah, and I lost to him. Well, sucks to be you. I didn't. No, if you make Impervium at one point, you still have Captain Seer with K2B4 and Shield right. Upgrade. That I seems know. fine. He doesn't and need four, to be points. four points. Make him four points. That's my hot take. No. There you go. Actually, how about yeah. this? My hot take is give me three point tri fighters. That's what I want. Give me three point tri fighters. Give them to me. Yeah, I'm okay with with one or two of them being three points because no, some of them just crap abilities. All the fearsomes and all the the phallics, all my standard loadout ones at three points. Flax are not going to fly a three. Fearsomes, you're not I, even I taking notes that. anymore. I'd be that. Put, put put that in there. I want those <laughs> oh, yeah. at three points. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted. Sorry. JG doesn't want to record it because he doesn't want to have to give me no. shit when I'm right. I don't think you guys remember how terrible. Sorry, I'm still stuck on this. I don't think you guys remember how terrible going against Seer Swarms were. Oh, I remember. I flew. I flew Seer Swarm. So. Did you ever play against one? Yes, I played mirror matches. Yeah, it's not fun. Unless I think it was, but <laughs> four rounds. Come on, Alex. 
four round games, even back then in 2.0. All right. Anything else in CFIS before or CFIS CIS before we move on? The HMPs. No. 100%. HMPs. No, no they yeah, need to me, go down. Yeah, give me give me a, a couple HMPs. One. Give me give me one HMP that has high loadout so I can run an attack carrier. Don't yeah. give me Geonosians at four points to run attack carriers. I don't want that. Give me a Geonosians at four points and kill the attack carrier slot. So I just run um like a shield upgrade and sync laser cannons or I don't know, sync laser cannons and like a couple of BS things. Get rid of my attack carrier slot on those. Um, yeah. And give me fucking um, you 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 miss the sun fact at five, and give me an HMP that has like twenty five loadout at four points that has tack carrier on it. Oh, give me magna guards at four points. Fuck it, give me four points. Oh magna yeah, guards. that's yeah. What I, I agree with you there. I, that's yeah. what I want more than anything. I want more than more that that more than even like tri fighters at three points. I really want some. I want to play tries again, but I yeah. want. I want a cheap HMP and cheap Magna Guards because you give me yeah. four point Magna Guards. I could run two of them and an HMP with the tech carrier for 12 points and I can run four fucking droids. Yeah, you get the. <sighs> wow. Yeah, you get a good amount of vultures in there. Yeah, that's Do it. really good. Do it. Oh, Sunfuck. I'm just going to go back to Sun. I love Sunfuck. Yeah. Give me Sunfuck at five points right now. I'm okay with that too. All right, let's get out of CFIS right. before first order. I can spend the whole time in here. Um, <laughs> you so, keep on mentioning the Cork Confederacy, and I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> well, they're doing really well. They're doing really well right now. Um, yeah, we are there. Are, are. So you are not JJ. Um, no, I'm not. Yeah, you're fucking tanking our team. Anyway, um, FO very simple. Let's make scorch. And Malaris go up to four points. Give me a couple of other FOs with missile slots. Add missile slots to a few other FOs um, that have lesser abilities and leave them at three points. But give them missile slots and some loadout. And let's get rid of Malaris and let's get rid of Scourge. I want DT to stay. Do not change DT. That is stupid. It takes a strain. It's an I-4. <laughs> Let it have its strain and let's shoot it. And can you imagine Notorious? Like, oh, anyway. Yeah. I would want some of the BA uh, interceptors to go down. Um, I think Ember is definitely a good candidate for four points. And let's bring back. Uh, Ember let's bring is down four Conrad. points. Ember Ember's is four, four points. points. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant hollow. I was thinking <laughs> the I-5. Sorry. What are you sorry. talking hollow, about, man? Hollow, hollow at four. Yeah. All right. Hollow four points. <laughs> And Von Reg at five points. I think that they're they're good enough for them to come back. They're still very fragile. They can die easily with a good uh, with a blank out, basically. Um, and they basically have the same help as a tie FO fighter. Um, they they're essentially just not carrying any cannons or munitions um, like the tie FO fighters already have on there. But it just gives them different options to fly um, in first order, other than just you know the tie FO swarms that we've been seeing as of late. I do not want hollow at four points because hollow is super, super good. And at four points, that's disgusting. You just give your point ship like a focus or an evade or whatever. 
or do like the pattern analyzer or proud tradition pass off the stress so you never get a downside for proud tradition. Ooh, ooh, hollow, hollow is hollow's my boy, but I, I von reg sure go down to five. Hollow, no, no, I don't want hollow down to four. Okay, I'm also how about, in the how about this. Give me Kylo silencer at six. Christ, no. Come on, what? <laughs> Come on. Blackout uh, maybe can be like five points. Five with like four points of loadout or whatever, but no. like. <laughs> so, so I would agree with with Silo uh, coming down to six points, but he's got to lose some loadout in that case as well because he's he's coming in with just two force. He's not going to have the three force like the Whisper Kylo has over there. Um, but his ability to carry those proton torpedoes gives him a bit more of a punch than maybe than remove the Kylo, torps. But, God, but no. I'm okay with optics Kylo. Honestly, it's very consistent. <sighs> I yeah. no, no, that ship is so good. People just don't fly you're, silence. You're as well. just you're just gonna be sad because it just gives Corey's list more umph. Just you're just saying Corey doesn't have to change lists. I'm sorry. Could you buy? Could you just think about having Kylo and Hollow on your list for ten points? So Kylo just gets an evade every round because you're shooting him. Yeah. No, that's not okay. Then you put in three die fighters. Okay, fair, fair. fair uh, Alec and and uh, like Scorch or whatever. You know, that's not fun. I <laughs> well, I mean, you could, you could do that now with Hollow and and Whisper Kylo. Yeah, but Whisper Kylo is a lot different than Silo Silencer Kylo. It's a lot less tanky. All right, let's let's just change his slots up. That's fine. We'll change the slots up. Maybe change some of the loadout points up a little bit. I, I want Kylo Silencer to come down so we see he sees play more often. Remove right. the torp slot from them if he's going to come fine. down. Then, yeah, fine. I'm okay with that. And I want Blackout to come down to five points. JJ's not taking notes yes. again. Yes. JJ, JJ, you know what? JJ, you don't have to take notes. You just have to go back and listen to this and take all our notes later because you've missed so many of our discussions. I think he's just doing yards, right? That's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm in a minority opinion. I know you hate me for this. I think Malaris is fine where Malaris is. No, nope. I don't care that it's in 98% of all FO lists. I don't see the problem with Malaris too much, honestly. Every time a Malaris, I play against Malaris, that ship dies in like two rounds. Nope, I, I think it should change only so that we get new things. That's all right, all. sure, I guess. All right, so going on to uh, Republic, uh, what do you guys think uh, what, uh, should change in Republic? Wait, well, hold on, uh, a quick draw. Sorry, right before we leave, I think right. quick draws, quick draws is fine where he's at right now. No one plays quick draw. No, no one plays quick yeah. draw at all. Uh, yes, I, they do. It was played quite a bit, and Kyber and all these and other things. Zero appeared in Worlds, so you change ah. some of this other stuff up, and it'll appear. Okay, I, I'm. I don't think you need to. You got to be very careful moving quick draw around. That's yeah, five point say. quick draw is not. It's not really. And what are you going to do? Put her at four, and then give her the same loadout. Well, she's six points right now. So you'd be dropping her to five and 
I don't know, move right. take off the mod slots so you don't get shield upgrade. Quick draw, hollow, <laughs> uh, silo. <laughs> yeah, see, this is why and I don't want silo or quick or uh, <laughs> silo or hollow to go down. Golly, uh, that anyway, that's, Republic. That's For Republic, let's uh, let's definitely up those uh, Arc 170s back up to five points, please, um, because they they pretty much are the definitive ships in every list right now for Republic. They have to be five points there, uh, especially with uh, Born for this. It's just so good, honestly. It's just really, really good. Um, I'm okay with Contro being the 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 cost that it is right now. Um, I'm okay with Click. Um, Kickback, yeah, they need a torrent to stay at three points, so I'm okay with that particular no, there. No, no, <laughs> kickback Why? is the no. Mm. Why Kick, standard loadout kickback needs to go to four. You want to give us torrents? Like, fine, make slammer three points and give them loadout. But stop. No, you don't kickback is got missiles. Has the evade that works with all these other things. Kickback is the ship that you have to kill. You have to kill Kickback. In that list, Kickback is the one that has to go because Kickback keeps all these other ships alive, period. Kickback has to go. Get rid of Kickback. So and if you switch Axe with Kickback. Sure. If I get that, uh, for now, okay. I will tentatively say give me a three-point Axe, and that's fine. I, I've never played Axe. <laughs> I don't know how many. You still it get is. the Evade because it's SOC, but like... You don't get the like barrel roll link evade kind of. Th- I mean, yeah. You don't get like the barrel roll link lock for the bar- uh, for the uh, diamond borons and all that kind of stuff. It comes with barrage rockets, so like if you don't take the if you do take the evade action, you don't get the shoot barrage rockets kind of thing. Here's a controversial like one. Three point torrent. Z- the Z ninety five Hawk two points. Ah. Uh, <laughs> No, no. Choose what another is, Z95. What is, Who? What, is, Who? what is wrong with you? What? <laughs> he, who? Okay. I I just want to make sure I'm correct here. Hawk is the one that is the regen or rather the comeback to life one, right? Or it gets to shoot before it dies. No, right? no, no. That's Warthog. Sorry, Hawk that's is the, the one that, that boosts other people and barrel rolls that's, other people. That's my mistake. Why, that's a problem. That's I said I chose the wrong one. So it is Warhog that I was speaking about, not Hawk. Sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The the main reason I'm I'm picking on Warhog particularly is that it, you know, yes, the ability works on itself, right? And any generics, but generics right now are just not viable in the Republic right now. You don't see any generics going on right there. And the Republic could use a two-point ship. You reduce all the loadout that it has on there so that it comes in with very minimal stuff. I definitely would not give it any missiles, but at least it's an option for the Republic there. Just for that particular Z95. No, give him like... Uh, hey, he can have dedicated. One? That's fine. I'm okay with dedicated. Oh, oh I God. ran I ran clone Z95 Warthog because I procked people all day and I've seen council dedicated. Give him like um, the one that's garbage. The one that like will never get drift. Yeah, give them. There you go. Yep, for two drift? points. Okay. Do not give them Warhog. What is? Mm. Oh my god, I love Warthog. JJ's like, oh, let's give let's give Republic more toys that they can use. To so we're taking out the we're taking out the Arc One Seventies and Kickback. Like we got to give them something. No, you don't. 
They were viable with Hawk and Contrail and Obi and Anakin. Very viable fucking list, JJ. It's a viable list for like four people who are really no, good at the game. I disagree with you on that one. Um, with the Warthog. I couldn't even do well with that list. You don't need two-point Warthog. Stop it. Two-point Drift? Stop it. Fine. Drift is hot garbage anyways. Give me a two-point Drift with four loadout, and I'm okay with that. I don't know. I we're gonna go back to the like, five points loadout right now. If that makes you feel any better, all right, fine. So bad. Do you, okay, so next up here, the gauntlets and the um and the their support ships. There, do you think that they should be at the same price point? Do you think that we need a point reduction for like Boca Ten and the gauntlet, or uh, maybe a little more loadout value for the um for their support ship? Right yeah. I don't I don't care at all about Republic Gauntlets. I think she's fine at seven points and twenty loadout. No one will ever play her. I don't think she's playable, which you know we've already spoken about. But yeah. What they should do is give the arcs or at least one or two of them like a crew slot again. So you can actually play any of your Republic crew. That'd be fun. No. How about this? Why? Give me a six point give me a six point Bokat's hand. And let's make every Every lat ship six points. Every one of them. <laughs> Let me run a gauntlet instead of a lat. And keep the twenty points. I don't care. I think you just have an incredible hatred for the Republic as a faction in general. No, I, do not. <laughs> I don't. I okay. I have an issue. <clears throat> I have an issue with born for this flat out. Period. Hands down. Born for this is bullshit and should just be taken out of the game. Just gone. Um, if you do that, I have a little bit less of a hatred for some of that. But the lat, just like, I like the lat, but it's just like, oh, we're going to give these lats to give all these fucking rerolls to these Jedis. It, that's a, it's stupid. It's a stupid. You dedicate thing. a quarter of your entire list for a ship that doesn't even shoot. It does. They, they have ships. And and you know what? If they changed the lat so it was different, maybe they had two charges that reoccurred every two turns. So it took two charges to do the thing it does. And you got one back a turn, so it was every other turn. I wouldn't care. What I want to see is attack lats. That's what I want to see. I want to see an attack lat that actually could be a support ship and an attack. Give me Hawk with bullshit, no rerolls. Give me this config that gets rid of rerolls. So it does not get it. You can get it at five points with 15 loadout. And I really, how about this? Let's just ban seven fleet gunner and move on with our life. I'm done with that. That, that, if you just ban that upgrade, we ban that upgrade. We make an attack lat so that I can have a lat that doesn't get rerolls that can run barrage rockets and Yoda. Sign me up right there. Sign me up. 100%. I want to be able to run Yoda on a lat and be able to do all this stuff to give all my Jedi's extra force without all these bullshit rerolls. The lat creates a unfair consistency piece in Republic. And then when you combine that or with the born for this and you have these two pieces, the consistency of Republic is too much compared to other factions outside of um, Empire with Vader. So. I will always say, boy, Vader 
was the biggest mistake they ever made. Period. Um, but outside of that, it's just there's just too much consistency. And I know you like it, and I know a lot of people like that. But to me, that's not that's how you have to change X Wing is to get rid of some of this consistency because that consistency pushes out factions like Scum and Republic right now, or Rebels right now because of that. But Rebels also have all this consistency. They just have to share all their tokens. They're just priced reasonably by a lot of things. But also, like, the Republic is mostly, not the Republic of Resistance, is mostly just everyone has their own internal modifications themselves. I mean, it's not inherent to just the Republic. Like, you even get network calculations, you know, yes, and all that kind of stuff. They're so useful on two green dice, low initiative ships that die. It's it, it, hey, like eighty percent of the ships in the Republic have two dice to attack with. Like it's if you take out seven fleet gunner, they have three green dice. I'm just okay. saying when we talk about if they have two green dice and two red dice, sure. Yeah, and the I'm droids saying, are half the price. I'm saying give me a lat that does more than just sit here and go. I love sicko. You know what? I love more about sicko. If I didn't get the bullshit rerolls and could run him as an attack lat. Oh my God. I would love that. That would be like my favorite thing ever. I mean, you can just yeah. barrage rockets on him. You can, but he's, and then he gets the rerolls scary. and it's stupid. It's stupid. It's just dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's dumb. The, the I, reroll I definitely thing agree is with dumb. I definitely agree with you that there there should be an alternate config for the for the lads, specifically like when you look at some of the stuff. I know that it's not canon, but when you look at like the O three Clone Wars with like the Arc one seventy, uh, sorry, the Arc Trooper uh, lats that goes into like save uh, Kiai Mundi and the Jedi from the first appearance of Grievous, that is an attack lat. You know, that's a a lat that could drop bombs, go in and hold fend off against a, a small battalion of. Um, a B2s there with its guns, with its missiles and its bombs on there. It's not there really to support with any rerolls. It's there to be an attack ship like that. And I think that is uh, an interesting design space that could be explored for like a medium based attacker other than the ARC 170s uh, for the Republic. I know. <laughs> I'm the unpopular uh, anti Republic, though I own a lot of Republic. So. If they if they help Republic too much, I'm just gonna switch to Burning Republic. Scene. And right. I switched off Republic to have much more consistency in my lists with the resistance. Now look how look how well Republic has done though. So like I know it didn't work. Like I think it worked well for you personally. Other than when you had to get one shot at by Obi Wan. <laughs> like, like you're never gonna win that down. Time. And we've never, you and I have never played again since. You need to come, you need to move the Grand Rapids. That's what you need to do. Oh, you're, you're not the first person to just one shot my Obi-Wan. It happens like every seven or eight games. That's why I bring a lot of dedicated so I can mitigate something like that. Hey, let me feel special. I, I'm going to feel special. My Django and Grievous was the first ones to one shot your, your Obi-Wan. My Boba Fett was one rounded by a single corn horn. With two rerolls, two focuses. Your Boba Fett wow. was? Yeah. That's hilarious. I had two focus, two rerolls, Corn Horn, had a stress token. All right. 
I did almost one round of Boba Fett as well with DBS 404 and, and Jacob. <laughs> and, oh, this was Cornhorn shooting twice. Once went as initiative, the other time at initiative zero or whatever. I know. Cornhorn's pretty dirty, actually. Nope. It was just nothing but grits, and it happens. Wow. Anyway, let's move on from Republic before Alex rage quits the stream. Oh, I have more things about. <laughs> I have more things to say about. All right, seven B Anakin should go up. Seven B any. I think that should go up. I think Delta Seven Plocoon should go down. Uh, I think at least one Naboo should be three points. Ooh, give me Galia. Uh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> Right. We shouldn't do that, but no. Give me a handmaiden. You know what? Give me a handmaiden at three points. I agree with you. I want um Naboos to be better than what they are. I liked it. When yeah. I had three point handmaidens, that was fun. I'm sorry. Like I really liked that. That list I ran at the beginning of 2.5 was super fucking fun to run. Seriously. You were fine with Naboo handmaidens, but you're not fine with Born for This, which does essentially the same thing. No, because you only assign it to one ship. It's one ship. Yeah. That's it. It, okay. Born for this works on all the fucking ships. Give me a born for this assigned card where I could just assign it to one ship. It's different. Completely different. Also, like I feel like a Y wing. Or okay, matchstick should just not be five points. I'm just gonna go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. I don't care that you can target lock and you can get like re-rolls. A lot of other ships have re-rolls too. <laughs> he he he's an I too. It's a consequential. <laughs> he's and he gets one green dice. Mm -hmm. He just dies. He dies. Yeah. Give me matchstick at three points. There you go. There you go. That's a hot take. I'll take matchstick at three points. Keep his loadout. All right. Do you, you want to continue or do you want to go into Mando Jet? I mean, we still have Republic or Republic Rebels. Yep. Resistance and Scum. I mean, and we can briefly go through those because, like, what are you going to say? Rebels generally across the board might need a couple things to go down. Arc should go down. I think that's fairly good. Hawk should probably go down. Yep. Yes. A little bit worried about Hawks. Jan, but yeah, there's no way like Yeah, at least one being at six points. points. <laughs> so I mean that's what I would say in general, right? I mean maybe a couple of the X Wings go down or just increase their loadout value instead of making them go down. Hawks probably go down. The arc should go down. Uh, Fen Rao should probably be five points. All the fangs should go down. Give me a four yes. point Bodica. Ah, uh, that would be pretty strong. <laughs> I I don't disagree. I, I I think we need it though. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's generally pretty uncontroversial opinions. For stuff that doesn't go down, maybe add a talent slot and a couple more points or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you know who so the the, the only thing in Rebels I would say, like, I think Tycho should have composure banned, period. No more composure. Um Tycho is fine outside of the composure piece of yeah, it. I think it is ban composure of the card itself. Yes. Um, and I'm okay with that of it. Um, I think um, I think outside of that, I think we need to be careful with Wes 
Um, I wouldn't change Wes right now uh, because if you lower too many things like fucking Jan, Wes becomes a monster. Um, yeah, but Wes Jansen's so good. Again, still my favorite Republic ship right now. I, I know, and I don't disagree with you either. Like That's why Wes has to stay and cannot change too much. Um, I think he's fine. Where he's at. I, I would like a, yeah, I, I would so like too. to see um, Luke lose some loadout and come down in points, um, or give me the boy Luke cheaper. Um, I do not want to see wedge change. <laughs> I don't want any more wedges on the damn board. Um, and give me some other four point X wings. And I'll say the same thing about resistance. Give me some more four point X wings and resistance that can't take like a shield upgrade, right? Like I don't need a nine point health ship, like for four point. I, I I don't need that. But give me give me some more X wings that have some, like I don't know, like give me some X wings that are four points that, like Colabead isn't seeing any play right now, right? Like maybe give yeah. Colabead a little bit more loadout, but not like maybe get rid of a mod slot. I don't know. Maybe we should just ban shield upgrade altogether, and we just let's just you know what? Let's just ban shield upgrade. Fuck it. Let's just do that. Let's be done. I think Rebels should have like a like Zab at two points in the TIE Fighter. Give, give, give him something that. into like <laughs> it's still good because like he cancels crits, so it's actually like playable. And but they need like a two point ship just to kind of even some things out. Yeah, yeah. agree. Like sheet that maybe Zab is four points for some reason. Like and let's let's make generic Z95s two points, please. I mean, come on, they're not threatening anybody, and you just need that one two point piece at, at some point. Yeah, just two, two points, uh, two point Captain Rex. All right, let's do resistance next. And I see the same thing. I want to see um, four point X wings. Sorry, I do. Other than Zay Versio, yes, I like Zay. Don't get me wrong, I do like Zay, but give me a few I more. So I can run like three of them. Like I, X wings are iconic for fuck's sake. Like you know. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't know. Four points is because I mean I guess you could take like Joff, right? Like no one's flying him. Give me Pam mentioned the jamming uh, resistance transport at three points. Yeah, the other thing that doesn't have the crew slot because they didn't. Yeah, want can to we have... just ban Finn? We just ban Finn. <laughs> That's what I said before. Ban Finn. Just give him one talent. No. Make him like nine points. So yes, I take C three PO crew <sighs> and heroic. Right. I'm okay with the, the yeah. Let's get rid of the um, perceptible pilot bullshit. I mean, you still get two calculates with C three PO or whatever. You know, you That's can fine. do that. But it's not the same. Heroic, though. right? I think elusive is kind of the problem. I want to like elusive probably should go up, just in general. That's that's my opinion. Um, I think maybe an a, a Y wing should be at like three points, because you know, yeah. Give me a few. Yeah, give me Ekbar at three points. Thank you. Give me Liga oh, yeah. Song at three points. That thing's hot garbage. All right, fine. Good. I like Ekbar better though. Give but me. I get like, yeah, like off turret attack for friendly devices or calculating ships in the attack arc. I like Akbar. I I was running Akbar. Yeah, but he's before. actually good. That's what I mean. I think uh, it's okay in resistance. I think resistance. I think personally, I would like to see Pogo to eight and I, Lando come to seven. 
Um, but that's just me. For the Falcon, you mean? Yep. Yeah, I agree with Poe going up to eight. I don't want Lando down to seven. I do. I'm, but that's things already get enough of their own like internal mod modifications. All right, they, yeah. more things. Mm, I don't know. I want Lando at seven so he sees play, but that's just me. I want I want to see Han unbanned too, but that's never gonna happen. Give me Han with a new fucking up, you know, thing. Yeah, know. new new um ability Han would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that when we get like a, the next scenario uh for for the resistance uh slash first order, we're gonna get a standard loadout Han with a new ability, just like they did with uh, with Rebel Han. Give it to me. Let me play Han. That's what I want. I want to play Han and resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I really do. I like Han. I don't know. Um, resist. Yeah. So resistance. I don't think there should be that many changes. Um, now we get into scum. Yeah. I'm let's lower be, some of those M3As. Yeah. Let easy. me give some. Let me give me give me an M3A swarm again. Um, I like it with Kanan. Or gimmick key, or just or give me Ephra. Sunny Bounder with more than five points. That's all oh, I yeah. want. Sunny Bounder should. I think not a lot be of them points. are fine at three. Maybe, maybe make something like uh, what, what's her face that garbage one. Um, God, Leighton Asara? No, that's the good one. An Aldra. There we go. An Aldra. Make an Aldra two points because you're hurting yourself to use her ability. You might as well make it two points. Yeah, I think all around scum needs uh to come down quite a bit for almost everything. Maul like, should be at like eight points. There should be a three point Y wing. Can you the can you reduce the down. cost of fucking Fen for Christ's sake? Can I get Fen not at seven points? Or Tarok at six. Do you think Fen would go down to six and still see play, or does he have to go all the way down to five? Five. It would be kind of hard to justify playing Fen at six, honestly. Yep. Give me, give me old Tarak and Fen at five points. Well, I'll do dirty things with old Tarak. He's my boy. I, I know, I know, I know you will. I'm okay with it. I am all on the board of form approach being two points as well. Um, or Yushin. Seaver down to three. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, but that's not what they should do. <laughs> Yep. I also want to see um, Namlan in the uh, Rogue class go down to four points. Swap it with Dirge. Yep. Give it a little bit more loadout than Dirge, though. But let's swap it. If you're unless you're going to give the title, if you're going to give the title back to him at four points, then maybe keep it at ten. Um, but if you're not going to give him the title, let let him have like fifteen, fourteen loadout. Come on, you know. Yeah, like, I agree. And give me, give, I'm saying, give me fucking Namlam. How about this? Give me Namlam and Victor at four points. Let me run two of those things. A game in the pack of two, you know? Yeah. Tell Travura should not be six points at all. Can't even <laughs> yeah. take the title. I don't know why it says six points. It's, it's got two cannon slots. Like, it makes no sense in my mind why it's, yep. why it's that. Is it wrong if I say I want Pavlov? To come down to four points too, Paylob. Yeah, uh, Paylob is a pain, and everyone hates Paylob. I would be great. I'd be fine with it, but I don't think it should go down. I mean, it would be an answer to the Republic. 
Uh, it didn't answer to anything except for droids. That's true. Can't take calculate tokens. Only focuses and evades. Yeah, you you kill droids. Whatever. I mean, uh, Star again, Vipers I, down my one. Star I don't care about extended. Yet. Who cares about extended? No, what, no. What they're coming out eventually. Uh, no, they're not Star Vipers. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I don't want to talk about extended stuff. Yeah. I, I want to. I'm. I'm sorry. Give me Dace and Pavlov down at four points. Um, they're the only ones that could take the title. All That's right. the problem with them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Makes them more tanky. Yeah. Well, it gives them you know double focus and the whole front arc kind of thing. You don't want that with Paylob. Can I tell you, I want Eamon at six points in a fire spray. <laughs> Is that wrong? No. <laughs> Uh, keep his loadout. Let him have. Uh, we need Mando. Is... Mando Thank at you. six points. <laughs> All right, I'm okay with. I'm here. I'm bored for that. I guess I think he's totally playable at seven. But yeah, there's a lot of just uh, the the problem with scum is that there's a lot of really awkward point thresholds. Like not having two points really sucks at list building, and there's not like viable fours outside of like Kanan and like kind of take dirge but if you're taking Kanan, you want more firepower so you end up like bringing like two other ships instead of splitting it between three and like gamut's awesome at three points but that's about it you're not like i mean a hob's cool and light nashara is useful and like that's the other three point ship you're bringing it's not a lot at five it's just like really weird when you right. take the ships you want and you're just trying to fill out the rest of the list, you're just like, oh, this is awful. Can I say something crazy? Can I have L337 in the YT1300 at six points? And that's fine because I think five points is crazy. But let's yeah. give them like 23-ish loadout points and give them talent slots back. Okay. Let me run... Initiative two, L three three seven, baby. Really, I, mean, I like, want that. Han I and love Lando that talent slots, huh? Han and Lando have talent slots. Yeah, exactly. L three three seven doesn't, right? Because I tried to run her the other day when I was playing around for a league, and I was like, I just can't do it. And then you just slap Notorious on her, though. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I'm sorry. Like, Scum needs some help, man. I, I totally agree. Scum. Yeah, I don't play Scum anymore because it's really boring. It needs yeah, it's, something. It's very, yeah, it's it definitely needs some up. And uh, bring back more Gauntlet down by a point as well. Yeah. It's yeah, like the first thing, is it? Yeah, he should yeah, be. Now the contraband. Kato Licho should be at two points. Catherine, everything needs to go up. Catherine, that's going to be the opposite of what they're going to do. There's <laughs> no way they're going to make everything go up. I mean, I understand. Like, I would do like, you know, a lot of things to go up, but they're not seeming to be leading in three and four ship lists oh. and more five and, or four and five. And we need three point Y wings for scum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something oh. useful. Yep. Give me some three point Y wings. Patrick ain't going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we all know there's only, that there's only one Y wing in Scum that does anything. So, like, and that yeah. and they're still too expensive at five points. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lima. 
No. Because that's the Cavill. only useful Cavill. item. Cavill, Cavill. Dude, Christ. Cavill is a one-trick pony that is way too expensive for five points. Well, that's what I'm saying. He needs a points reduction, so that way he can be at least a cheap one-trick pony. I guess. Make him four and have his loadout. I want to see Lima with afterburners. That's what I want to see. Uh, <laughs> you got to say post-combustibles, man. Stop saying afterburners. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we went a lot longer than I thought we were going to go for. I shouldn't listen to JJ. We're going longer than we wanted to go for points predictions. Um, but that's that's our points predictions for next week or the week after, uh, depending on when they release them. Um, again, Alex and JJ will be putting together a doc for us for the next couple of weeks for some of the points changes, um, plus some lists. Um, I we, we will be doing, once they release point changes, it's going to be list building and points discussions, and that's it. Like, we will, I don't care about anything we've done before between the whole cancer thing and all this. Like, I don't have the capacity to want to try and do a whole new segment again. Um, we will try to wrap up our list archetype segment at some point. I just can't commit the time right now. I, and I apologize for that. I just, I don't, I don't have the energy um, myself to put into it until we get through this, but because of store champ season points and list building are going to be uh, the highlight of what our podcast will be going to for a little while. Um, and JJ and Alex are going to helm that piece of it. Now, with that being said, Thank you all for joining us tonight. We've had an amazing night. We will be back next week, Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2100 Eastern or 0100 UTC. If you would like to stick around and talk about Mandalorian episode eight that came out a couple weeks ago, uh, we're going to finish up our universe extended discussion on Mando season three, episode eight with spoilers, but we are going to finish that up here in three minutes once I get more water and some whiskey to wash it down with. Alex, it's been a pleasure. Thank you all. If you don't know who Alex is at this point, join them over at Best Spin Bench Warmers podcast. They have an amazing show that they put out uh, once or twice a month, and you can listen to them uh, rant about how much I am crazy and my anti-republic takes on their show. <laughs> Not officially a topic. It is. It's officially but it might be now. It is. It's gonna be it's gonna be the Tanner. It's gonna be the anti-Tanner rant hour, is what it's gonna be. <laughs> you you do, you gotta create the topic. Come on, Alex. Make me a topic on your show. There you go. What the fuck Tanner say that was stupid this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next week. Or you can stick around and we'll be right back with more. Universe Extended.